just like a motherfucker can't fuck Would you let you my brother if I say I love you just know it's real And I'ma love you like no other and I'm originally from the bill You heard some noise you better take cover I know some niggas that's in jail My only credit keep them together yeah. You know what that's it? It's time to get rich It's time to get lit A hundred percent You talking about that? No bitch my money's on this A hundred percent A hundred percent Focus on bankroll Been that way since all life old Other kids are like playing with Lego Me trying to make money out of Play-Doh Never gave a fuck what's I'ma say so Fucking rules bitch I'ma make my own Only human but believe me I'm strong Through the darkest days all on my own Huge episode Don't niggas like a motherfucker can't fuck Would you let you my brother If I say I love you just know it's real And I'ma love you like no other And I'm originally from the Huge day It's Wednesday September 7th And you're listening to the Colin Shimwell Show, I'm C-Money, and we are giving you the hottest DeFi news from the eyes of a DJN and the mouth of a burger. That is Wovica, 100%. Go check her out on YouTube, and as usual, let's not waste any time and get straight on in to the NFT news, because let me tell you guys something, we have a hot and hurdy episode, like I just said, don't want to drop too many teasers but you know we're bullish when the top NFT collection is a Uniswap V3 liquidity pool position. That is right, baby. It is Uniswap V3 NFT V1 Polygon. Scratch his neck. Oh my gosh, what even is that? What is NFT V1? I'm going to have to... I mean, like, usually we like to have this thing cratered, but let's just go ahead and see. Oh, I can't even find anything, so who knows? Shocking. Shocking stuff coming in at number one because they did 3 million... million dollars in volume that's up a thousand percent and that was over the course of 74 wallets and 203 transactions coming in at number two we have the Utes Mint which we talked about yesterday was the number one traded NFT okay a little sketchy especially when we're looking at an nft that you minted with dust token but you know okay looking at the buyers 261 368 it's interesting because it's a solana project coming in at number three we have abc ABC is another Solana project, and they just pulled in $1.4 million in volume. Huge numbers, huge royalties for these guys every single day. There were 500 buyers, and it was about 1,000 transactions, so not too decentralized, kind of wash trading. We're going to talk about this a little bit later, but we have some cool projects. Number four, ENS. Ethereum name service. Ethereum name service, most people don't know about that. But what's cool about ENS is you'll see people that have you'll see people that have um Josh.eth. You'll see people that have Kelly.eth or Bendover.eth or like 
I need some head.eth. And so, like, those could be pretty valuable. And so, ENS has been popping off lately, especially with people bullish on the merch. It's kind of very similar to the Web2 days buying domains. And it's very interesting because you could buy companies, right? Google.eth, Facebook.eth. And some of these some of these domains, these ENS domains, because that's really what they are, um, are selling for ridiculous amounts, but they do rank under NFTs. Um, they're, they're a different type of token, however, we look at it, and they did $857,000 in volume. Now, I had heard a rumor that the Ethereum name service protocol did, was not affiliated with the Ethereum name service NFT. And so looking at this, this kind of just looks like it is the Ethereum name service, just the name service, not the NFT protocol, which would make sense to me. The number five is so rare. We know those guys. That is the soccer NFT collection that partnered with FIFA, I believe. Very cool. Honestly, I don't want to hate on them. But today is another pretty interesting day. It's pretty grim. Very grim. Only $8,700,000 were traded on Ethereum. That's down 23%. Solana only has $6.5 million of volume traded. That's down 20%. Polygon has $3.8 million traded. That's up 700%. Everybody is geeked about this Polygon. I don't know what's going on with this Polygon deal. I'm going to have to search that up. That might be something we add on the end of the podcast. Let me take a quick break and just tell you, I appreciate you being here. This is the tip of the spear. You know what I'm saying? We're just having fun. We're just doing it right. We're just, we're just vibing. And to have you here is really important to me and you know, if I can get one person to listen and now that I have like, you know, the numbers start going up higher and higher and higher, it's really cool. And it knows I what I'm trying to do, you know, if you didn't know, I'm trying to provide this cryptocurrency content in an entertaining way and, and then give you guys like, oh, what's helium? And then you hit me up on Twitter at Soggy Margin and then I teach you stuff more in depth. Or, get, or send you docs, I should say, because I'm I'm not a financial advisor, but I will send you like how to build a MetaMask. I can send you different protocols of what they're doing, but that unfortunately, with my degrees, that's all I can do. So I think the story here today is, you know, Utes, I said Utes was going to come up later, but we're just going to get on it now. Which is a little bit different, but while it's on topic, the, oh, I forgot their name. The D-Gods on Solana are basically the board ape of, it's sad to say, it really is. They're the board ape of Solana. There's really no good story behind it that I know. They're dropping a lot of different projects, and they drop duppies, and you could launch, you know, you could you could use duppies. And the whole point of this, and the reason why this doesn't make sense, is 
You stake your NFT and you earn dust. Okay, you earn dust. Well, what can you do with dust? Well, you can sell the dust on the open market or you can hold it and speculate it for longer term. Now they've entered some partners that will take dust for their merchandise, which seems like a bull cause. The problem is, is most business models, they don't make enough money to not sell that dust on the open market. It just has to happen. And so the whole economic model of this isn't working, and that is why they're launching all these NFT projects. And it's it's not, you know, anonymity is definitely, it, I respect people to be anonymous to a certain extent. When you're running a cryptocurrency project, the guy at Ohm, he is anonymous. Ohm, Ohm the decentralized currency, he is anonymous. He has been a great actor. But I feel like for the majority of people, if you're if you're requesting for people's money, you need to have you need to have your yourself doxed. And so the fact that this guy's not doxed, he's minting all these NFTs and a lot of the stuff they were doing was straight up illegal. I mean they had gambling giveaways and stuff based on your dust, which had monetary value and you know, the US does not play about the US does not play about gambling and betting games and competitions and giveaways and so you really have to be careful and you don't want to look down the road and have to pay for something you did now. And so that's kind of my whole Utes rant. I really don't know what's up with ABC and from what I, from what I got with ABC because I didn't know which I don't want to give them I don't want to give them a uh I don't want to count them out. The only thing next to me I have is a joint paper, but that is how we are devoted. So we're going to go ahead and we are going to, I lost it. It's okay. It is okay by my standards. Let's just look at the top traded NFTs just to see if we have anything important. Okay, the Women Ape Yacht Club. Those are selling for 116 Ethereum or $187,000. It's all aboard Ape Yacht Clubs all down the road. Uh, this one's cool though. The first one, she's got like a Da Vinci picture. She's blonde. They're ugly. They're all really ugly. The aboard the Women Ape Yacht or whatever. They all look really ugly, but. Uh, we got some wash trading going on. This one with a crown sold for 55 wrapped ETH or $88,000. When this one above it, that was way uglier, doesn't have a king, doesn't have a suit, sold for 65 Ethereum or $106,000. So we definitely have wash trading going on in Ethereum. I'm curious to see how Solana, if my platform just doesn't track the Solana wash trading you know as as easy as i can on ethereum so i'll have to check that out in the future but we spent enough times talking about these worthless jpegs because you know me i do not think that jpegs are a good investment long term i love investing in communities i love investing in teams i love investing in partnerships and quite frankly most people don't know this about c money i love art I'm doxxed, and if you look my name up, you'll see my Twitter, 
And that was me in London at the Louvre looking at all the art. And I'm always going to see a bunch of art museums and I just really am a big fan of buying art. And so what's cool about this blockchain is that, wow, frog, the frog croaked, but that's real podcast dedication. I, I, I literally swallowed that down the wrong pipe, but I won't cough because that's just, that's not the see money way. I'm trying to get better at these live recordings, so... That being said, this NFT, check this out. This NFT segment is already longer than the last yesterday's episode. I really was kind of, I was going to mention this on the podcast at some point. I was debating if I wanted to do the podcast yesterday, you know, like, and that was Tuesday, you know, and I was debating on Monday and I said, no, I won't do it Monday. And that shows you how easy it is to get into that habit. You know, like once you get into a consistent rhythm, it was easy for me to bang out content every day. Now I'm right back doing it. I'm loving what I'm doing. But sometimes a vacation can actually unmotivate you if it's just like a lazy vacation. All I did was sleep all day. To to me, I tried to chop it up as meditation, but now we're getting into, now we're getting deep. So... The past 24-hour liquidations is still pretty high. Not much has changed. We have $350.77 million in liquidations. That's 99,138 traders. I mean, super tough. The guy that got liquidated the most, or gal, was their trade was a Bitcoin to USD swap. On leverage, of course. And the total value was $2.57 million. Huge stuff. Huge stuff. Looking at some top trades today just to see. I mean, yesterday completely faked this out. I'm still thinking we're at the bottom. I'm, I'm holding fast to it. But um, let's see what we got. We got some... We got some... We got a Bitcoin trade that 105 bitcoin or two million dollars was short at 18,938 we have 650 ethereum or one million dollars was short at 1,540 so we got a couple shorts coming in more recently but over the long haul you know we really have been seeing people buy this dip and so we might stay in this range a little longer, slight little retest. But um, I'm really trying to save up capital just to just to really get my cost basis into into check and um, buy as much Wu tokens as I can. I'm gonna be honest. So uh, let's go ahead and get on to some news. How about it? I'm. This is one of my favorite parts of the podcast. We are absolutely feeling it today. So the government is getting away with murder. Former former OCC head slams unequal regulations between crypto firms and banks. Oh, really? Are we surprised? Are we surprised? They're the enemy. And we didn't want that. You know, we didn't want that. We don't want to be the enemy, but we are inherently the enemy. And so... Yeah, of course there's going to be different regulations because we're printing our own USDT and we're printing our own USDC. And so 
you're literally taking power away from the government. And the government's in this position to where do we let America be the head of cryptocurrency so we are the capitalization of what's new but we already have the dollar and I've been looking at the past of when they used to try to ban cryptography cryptography I mean you know the first word the synonym of cryptocurrency is really all just about public keys and um, everybody having their own hashes and people used to use this on different communication sites it'd be uh, reporters and be politicians who needed to be on private servers who were able to basically send a message and if you had their private key you could decode that message if you didn't have their private key you couldn't decode the message but the military actually developed this their thinking is is that if they have the technology then you don't need it or whatever a, a normal person shouldn't have it um, but that kind of raised some some concerns, obviously, and so it is legal, but the, the question still pops up in other areas. The main thing is these currencies that are popping up. Every time, like, Ohm is literally extracting value, and the fact that they have $333 million in their treasury kind of just shows you, I mean, that's a, that's a bucket in the fact of the the global reserves of course but it's 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 starting to happen the groundwork is being laid so happen right on into our next story brazilians yes the south american country spent almost 1 billion dollars in us dollars in us dollars on crypto in may alone digital real pilot to begin in 2023. Brazilians have spent more money than ever buying crypto assets this year. And that is what we love to hear. Shattering previous spending records by shelling out a combined 912 million on coins. Peer the media outlet patrol de Bitcoin. You know, I know a little bit. I know a little bit of Spanish. The data was released by the nation's central bank, which is yet to comply and release figures for June, July, and August. That is so awesome. I'd like to see some more deep, some more research in this. So I'm going to go ahead and take a screenshot because I really want to know. It just seems too good to be true. So we were talking about on my Twitter, I posted Helium. Everybody's been talking about Helium. What's Helium? Quite frankly, I didn't even know these guys. But they just announced a proposal on August 30th, so this was a while ago, that informed users about an important update. The foundation stated the intentions of the Helium Core team to migrate to the sole blockchain. And so now we're on a different thing although voting on the proposal was scheduled to commence by September 12th the price of H&T immediately declined by 11% within the next four hours however it's gone up literally 50% today basically recovering the drop 
I have to let me pull up the long I think I have the long term chart. Oh, I deleted it. But uh Helium's definitely interesting. If they are able to to go into Solana HNT, I'm gonna do some research. I got my pencil, my pen out here, so we're gonna do some research on them. I'm not really a big fan of Immutable X. Not necessarily I'm not, just because I didn't see anything that popped out to me. So it just didn't seem new quite frankly just didn't seem new and the fact that we have a cryptocurrency acquisition this seems right up my alley brand new there's going to be volatility it just depends on which way and so we'll we'll see maybe i'll do like a uh, a spread or something that might be cool so going in onto the next story because when we're talking about trading we're usually going to zero so speaking of zero is Terra Luna Classic the gold of crypto? Well, hold on here. Now, I know what you're thinking. See, money is about to roast this. Yes, I'm about to roast this. Luna Classic has scored over 200% in the past two weeks. Doesn't have anything to do with the uh, supply and demand. I mean, even if the supply and demand is fixed, it doesn't have anything to do with the holders. Anyway, Bitcoin prices have gone down in the same period where Luna has gone up. Big red flag. There is an ongoing inverse relationship between Luna and Bitcoin, which is similar to gold in the stock market. Why? What? Guys, no. No. And guess who posts this? The crypto politician. I've never heard of these guys. Um, I'm going to write them down because I don't want to slander them. But uh, the crypto politician, you'd think you'd be posting about legal work, not about uh, is Luna the gold of crypto. Seems like a scam to me. So I'm not even going to write them down. You just got caught up in your own game, son. You played yourself. Going in on to the next story, speaking of playing himself, like we're Russell Westbrook in... Los Angeles. So rare teams up with NBA for a new fantasy NFT basketball game. Yeah. Everybody knows they can get ran on 2K. Hit me up. I will buy 2K today. I got a PS5. I'll buy an Xbox. I'll buy a PC. I have a PC. But anything you want to play 2K on, Madden on, we could play Apex Legends on. You will get wrecked. That being said, we're back on it. French startup, so rare. Everybody's known so rare in the industry. They are pretty, pretty cool. And they just announced this year that they were expanding to sports. Sports is such a big industry. I mean, I mean, it's a billion-dollar industry. So they signed a multi-year partnership with the NBA. And So Rare will launch officially licensed NFT-based fantasy basketball games this fall. It will be called So Rare NBA. Like other So Rare games, players will be accessible to buy and sell digital cards representing basketball players. Users can then put lineups of basketball players and earn points based on real-time performances. This isn't the first NFT experiment for the NFT NBA. 
Dapper Labs has turned memorabilia NBA moments into non-fungible tokens with its game NBA Top Shot. Users buy and sell Top Shots. The value of these digital collectibles can go up or down over time. So I'm not completely sure. This article's got a lot to break down. It is posted on TechCrunch. The title is So Rare Teams Up with NBA for a New NFT Basketball Game. Definitely a lot of money in that, especially if you love sports. So Rare achieved a valuation of $4.3 billion last year. It announced a $680 million Series B founding run by SoftBank's Vision 2 led the round with Aptimico, Bassimer Ventures, D1 Capital. I don't even know these guys, so these guys don't sound, these guys do not sound Silicon Valley. Uh, very interesting. Behind the scenes, so we're, which which makes sense because I'm pretty sure we already discussed these guys are. Where are they located? Nah, it doesn't matter either way. I th- I think it was like Latvia or something, or I don't I don't want to say the wrong thing, but very cool, very cool to see. This is what we need. NFT are a lot of, a lot of, what GameStop, okay, so let's talk about what GameStop did. GameStop said, okay, yeah, we see the metaverse is popping off, let's just get into the metaverse. It's a science, man, it's a science, and you need, you need to have a successful growth model in Web 2, which GameStop had, but then you need to have a successful growth model in Web3, which GameStop just can't provide because OpenSea's doing that. So Rare's doing that. Looks Rare's doing that. Magic Eden's doing that. Ugh, I hate Magic Eden. But, um, you know, like, to see companies pair up with other Web3 companies is super bullish. And so I'm super excited just because I love basketball and I love betting. That's just two things about me. And so kind of just a, a brief overview of the whole Utes thing. I mean, I looked at the art. The art didn't look good. A lot of people, you know, like and retweet and this and that. And it's just like, you know, it's just a, it's it, if you are trying to get people involved, it's a Ponzi scheme. You're not building a community. You know, it's just it's just the exit route, especially when you have anonymous people Super red flag right there. You can't always go and say, oh, they're anonymous. I can't trust them. But if they are pseudonymous and if they are real, then that holds some weight. That definitely has some accountability to it. And so I'm very excited to see kind of what's coming up for the next week. We could see some massive moves to the upside. Like I said, I'm still going in, folks. I'm still going in. We lost a bunch of money because we, we, I don't know. We really didn't, we, we, we lost money in the short term, but we didn't close any positions. And so, so yes, we are down right now, but uh, I think I'm holding fast for a little bit longer. I'm, I'm going to hold fast because even if we do hit the, even if we do hit the lows, that's not that big of a deal. That's really not. I mean, some of these altcoins that I really enjoy, they might go lower to 12 cents, 
but quite frankly, I'm not that greedy. I'd rather just get in while we've we've hit this all-time low. I feel like this is a crazy opportunity no matter what you look at it. And, you know, even if we go down another couple K, it's like like looking at looking at the charts right now, um you know, we we were at 18,000. So that's the low. So Yeah, I'm calling it. I mean, that's it. That happened quick, no? That happened quick, no? We'll wait for a, we'll wait for a recovery, but I'm still buying. Either way, I'm still I'm still going to I'm still going to keep buying until we hit like 16k. If we get below 15k, then I'll probably start to look to like just start holding and and then saving assets and just waiting, but um yeah, I like this. I like this cost right now. So that's just me personally, though. And I think, honestly, that's going to do it from all of us here at Web3TV. I'm C-Money, and don't just have a great day. Have a DeFi day.